0: time for the end
1: of conversation podcast with funny man Damien Lemon and the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad yeah this is Damien Lemon this is Ali Muhammad
0: and this is in the conversation the podcast we are back at it again in the mix in your ear here for another week black history yeah
1: what's mm-hmm. popping man how you doing Ah, man, I'm over here um starving a little bit on my fast. You know, it's getting about that oh, time man. where late in the day, but not close enough to sunset to get excited.
0: Ah, uh, shit, yeah, man. I know you're out here waiting on nightfall. <laughs> Damn. Damn, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully these make your takes a little bit more aggressive. I'm gonna get that energy. <laughs> oh, man, that might work, that might, that might work us. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Damn. Man. Damn. Did you get your uh situation right though? Your whole uh your kickoff, your Ramadan, you know, early meal, get it, get yeah, it uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got
1: my I got my program together, man. Finally, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I like good. day three, day three, day four. I started to hit my stride mm-hmm. here, as far as. Getting the right amount, the proper rest, you know what I'm saying? Waking up with the right, you. you know what I'm saying, nourishment, you know what I'm saying? And um, falling, right. falling through the day. Now, what I what I got to work on is 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 being just as productive during the day as you are when uh-huh. you're not fasting, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you get way, you know, all the way into your spiritual, and then you forget that you're in the world and you got to work. <laughs> right, so you don't forget right, it right. but you know what I'm saying you're just not as you know proactive you know what I'm saying I'm not you know what I'm saying because I you know I I might fall off to you know what I'm saying getting all the way deep and be like oh shit let me jump on this work so you gotta find that balance it's like you know in, in Game of Thrones when Bran when the three-eyed raven told Bran you can't stay in there too long you know what I'm saying you gotta you gotta come back out it's similar similar type of vibe can't stay in your in your spiritual head, too long, you got to jump back out of it and and be able to, you know, strive and prosper out here.
0: Yeah, man. Nah, that's a that's a great uh, analogy. I guess you can't really you can't really dwell in too deep into the spiritual because you got to go back out into this physical world to get that physical paper or make some things happen. <laughs> right. Damn, man. Yeah. I hear you as far as. Go ahead. What you about to say?
1: Now, I guess that's why they say, uh, you know. You know, it's probably that every person once in their life should make Hajj and 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 you know, do it in the spiritual land. You know what I'm saying? You should probably do Ramadan and all that in the spiritual land where everybody's doing it and, and it ain't no work or it's not the work is not as important as what you're doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But when you right. hear, shit, them bills ain't gonna wait thirty days for you.
0: Right, right, right. Is that something that's on your um is uh, is that like a, a list of things that you want to do?
1: Oh, most definitely, most Actually. definitely. I want to okay. do Hajj okay. and I want to do Ramadan and you know what I'm saying a, a a country that that does Ramadan, you know, a Muslim country. So okay, what is Hajj you know, as, again? What is that? Hajj is when you 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 take the pilgrimage from um, uh, Medina to Mecca. And, okay. Yeah, it's it's a pilgrimage that that the Prophet made and um. You know, all Muslims are urged to do it at least once in their life. My my pops went okay. probably like five six years ago. So
0: how far the two?
1: I listen, man, I don't know.
0: Uh, okay, because I'm just I don't curious know how, far how you is
1: from got New York to Jersey for real, for real.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but my question is, do they expect you to do it the old fashioned way, or like if you just catch yeah, an they Uber? They do it all. The, yeah, they, a... they, they nah, oh, nah, God. they they do it. <laughs>
1: It's like it's like millions of it's like a million people. It's like it's a whole bunch of people doing it. it ain't like you are doing it by yourself. Okay,
0: you know? so it's like a crawl. It's like yeah. a whole. Yeah, it's a whole five. Yeah. Okay. All right. okay. Yeah. So, uh, like five stars. Good looking like, out, my God. All right, bro.
1: We gonna we gonna drop you off over here, and then you know we'll see you on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Really? This, this this your responsibility to do it once in your lifetime, solo. You get through,
0: yeah. To get through.
1: Nah, nah. It's 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 a bunch of people. I I don't know the numbers. I know it's like millions, but you know I don't know the exact number uh-huh. of people that do it every year. Uh-huh. But okay. you're not alone. That's that's all I'm saying. And usually Got people you. like they go with a group from you know with their country. Like uh-huh. they, you know they organize all these trips. And you meet up with a uh-huh. you know a group and y'all all go and y'all y'all vibe together. But I'm sure if you went by yourself you'll find your crew.
0: Right, right. Now Hajj is different from there's another um there's another term that they use. I guess that might even be like when you fully convert or when you like make your formal conversion. I also I often hear a of people I can't remember the term, but I like I know like uh Beanie Siegel said, Yo, I went here and I took such a such when we yeah. made was it made, sure, um, you know what I'm talking shahada, about? Shahada, my shahada. Shahada, shahada, shahada. So shahada is like, that is. That's when you the, convert. The, That's when
1: you you accept the gotcha. fact.
0: Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. And some people, whoever, who like, who may already be Muslim, they go over there, similar to the Hajj, they kind of want to do it like more in a more formal setting, like kind of like being baptized again type thing. Right. Is that what it is? Okay. Right. Yeah, man. I tell you this, I feel you on that trying to get more rest. I haven't been getting rest probably in the last damn it three weeks. Damn, and this it's really on me. I mean, that's not three weeks straight, but it's been it's been uh, a couple days each week, and it's it's really on me. It's really on me. I haven't really enforced like a, a true bedtime, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, they, you know, this Theory is, you should have a true bedtime. It'll it'll help with your body if you like you wake up at a certain time and you go to bed at a certain time. And I kind of just wake up when I wake up. Not that I wake up when I wake up, I wake up pretty much the same time every day. But as Mm -hmm. far as going to sleep, I'm living like a 10 year old. Like, I it's like I want to, you know, I want to stay up until I can't stay up no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just and I know, like, it's getting late. I should probably go lay down, and try to put myself to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Just go knock out, try to. But mm-hmm. I find myself in fucking YouTube or reading shit that I've been putting off all day to finally read it. Or, you know, I found myself the other day editing some video to like six in the morning. Like, what are you doing? It ain't even nothing that important, but it's just like you get in a groove. It's like a weird groove. Right. And then, yeah, it, it just... You be yeah, done but, for
1: during the day. That was that was something that you wanted to do. You learn, and that's 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 how you learn.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so, but I think there could be more parameters or there I think that's you know, I, I I could put a little bit more. Like it's it's really much. It's really so much about time management. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. I gotta tap back into that and like just programming the day. You know what I mean? Right. Not letting the day just kind of. Slide through Or whatever Or playing it by ear Type of shit Like really say Okay You know like Playing that shit Like a Like a, a movie festival You know what I'm saying From <laughs> one to three We writing You know what I mean That we gonna eat mm-hmm. For half an hour we we gonna You know what I mean Do some type of exercise For for 30 minutes Or whatever And we are gonna come back And then we going We gonna read From this time And like have that shit And like really get Real regimented About that Um mm-hmm. uh, Let's see what happens So I'm trying to do that I've been You know I've been at least planning My day the day before I don't always stick To the plan You know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that's the uh, That I think that's the Effort that's needed You know what I'm saying I can't I can't really Can't afford to really Just wait to be struck By The uh, The inspiration anymore. Mm -hmm. like You gotta just turn that shit on You know what I'm saying Like a machine Say ah, It's time to do this here we mm-hmm. go, and whatever you yield is what you yield. But the more that you do it, you know, it becomes you. Be you. You, you train your body. You will train your mind to be like, okay, so we yielding from one to three. Is that what you want? I right, fair enough, man. Just make sure I go to bed by ten o'clock, which sounds crazy. Go <laughs> to bed by ten o'clock. One of them, but uh yeah, because yeah. I, I was reading this I'm shit. On.
1: That's when I'm on ten o'clock. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Nah, 10 o'clock is good. And I mean, obviously you got to, you know, there's a a real, you know, reason. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that I I don't have a reason either, but you know, like, you know what I mean? But uh, I was reading this study uh, Mm -hmm. and I got a little while ago, but they were saying that um, people in middle age, when you get like 50 and older, Mm -hmm. if you don't get enough sleep, there's a correlation with getting dementia in your 70s. I don't Mm. want that shit. So, Mm. you know, yeah, 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 exactly. That's, you know, I don't want that. I've seen that. I don't like that. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's one of them sacrifices. You know what I mean? Because most of the shit, anything, any, any, honestly, nowadays, everything is programmable anyway. It's not like you're really missing anything. You could catch up on everything. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, so it is what it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on. I'm on a temporary 10 o'clock now After Ramadan I'm back to My old ways But You know Since since the pandemic mm-hmm. I definitely instituted Way more rest Than pre-pandemic You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Like Right in, in the quarantine days I was really getting A full good old eight hours You know what I'm saying Because mm. <laughs> You know It wasn't nothing to interrupt it For real for real um, Right But even Even moving forward I still Try to catch more sleep than I was getting before the pandemic. Um in Ramadan, you know, I gotta be up, you know, three forty five, some shit like that. So still that's like about six hours. If you go to bed ten, you might get six, some change. So, but it's Mm -hmm. you know, it is is easier rest when when you just shut everything off and do it. You know what I mean? Like Any other time you got your your phone still chirping, you might still be kind of scrolling. Even if you lay down at whatever time, you might catch the last few tweets and the last few Instagram scrolls, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, Might hit a hashtag on a challenge and be in a hole for
0: 20, 30 minutes. So, you know what I mean? You might catch a... Three A.M. club quarantine, that shit happens too. The motherfucker D nice <laughs> will pop up with a vibes. It'd be three A. M. You just go up in there. That shit be rocking But it'd be three A.M. to four AM. You're like, damn, this is right. not good. <laughs> so,
1: you know, you gotta you gotta manage yeah. it how you manage
0: it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Adulting. Uh <laughs> yeah, mean? Oh shit, man. What else is going on, dude? Okay. Um well I will say this. Um not that I I wanna say I was losing sleep, but I definitely felt uh a bit anxious. The Derek Chauvin trial uh the uh the verdict came back. Yeah. And surprisingly, which is sadly sad to say, but surprisingly, they found him guilty on all three counts. Right. you know, um you know, still not gonna bring George floyd back one uh it, the, you could argue if the i mean you can't really argue, I don't think the punishment truly fits the crime, but um you know there was there was justice in a sense there was justice this was you know this was I was. I was unplugged, to be totally honest with you, deliberately. I, I definitely, I might have popped in maybe twice throughout the entire trial. I saw some of the opening arguments. I was a little discouraged by that. And I saw one testimony, uh, the young security guard dude who was, uh, who was also like an MMA fighter who kind of, you know, describe some of the moves that, or yeah, some of the moves that uh, Chauvin was doing with his knee
1: mm-hmm.
0: on George Floyd's throat. You know, uh, you know, because I've still never seen the entire video, just for the fact that I just I didn't want to. I you know, I I just feel like that's a perpetual loop of just like I said before of like just black brutality, and I feel like that's deliberate. I think there's some some way in which to just really. Uh, desensitize society Mm -hmm. uh, to the death of black people, you know? But, um, you know, I was, I I had, you know, I kind of had my fingers crossed hoping, but, you know, hope for the best, expect the worst, expect for the bullshit to happen. You know, there's so many clauses in place for police officers to kind of walk away from things of that nature. So, I didn't want to get but so invested because I knew if it went the wrong way, it was going to be devastating. Mm-hmm. And um fortunately, surprisingly, guilty on all three counts. Shit felt, you know, it felt good. Uh, you know, it was somewhat good. You know what I mean? It felt like it felt like justice at least. You know, it could have gone a little bit more extreme, to be totally honest with you, but like justice shouldn't feel like. Uh, win on the sneakers app. You know what I'm saying? Like it just shit felt like it was too precarious. Like it's everything you need. The shit felt more like a layup, but the anxiety felt like a fucking, a shot from beyond half court. You know what I mean? (laughs) And, um, that's kind of how it felt to me. It was like, ah, here we go. Like, you know, like you're talking about scrolling Twitter. You know, as the shit's unfolded, you refresh it, but you kind of refreshing like, here we go. You know what I mean? Slow scrolling, <laughs> and then you start seeing good, you start seeing some good information. You're like, oh, shit. All right, good. See his ass get cuffed. No bail. Straight to jail. Felt good, you know, um... He, you know, they, uh, there was a couple, you know, it was a couple of replays of the actual verdict being read because I saw it in real time too. But the actual verdict being read and, uh, ABC, like they did like a close up on Chauvin's face to see if there was any, like, you know, reaction or whatever. And he had a mask on, so you couldn't really see a whole lot. Just got to kind of read his eyes. you seen a little bit of like, you know, I might be projected, but you seen seeing a little bit of like, damn, I, damn they ain't going to do me like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it wasn't like, it wasn't like all the way remorse or all the way, ah, I lost type of shit. It, it was, it was, it was sad. It was, it was, it was satisfying on a certain level, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, man, it just, I'm just happy that this shit, it went the way, it went the right way this time. Happy that they uh. You know they, they saw what we saw. You know what I'm saying, like because it mean, could have
1: Ray Charles know. saw what we saw. God damn!
0: I mean, yeah, and Stevie. I heard they both. I heard they both was talking about it in the group chat. <laughs> I don't <know>. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. uh, yeah, man. Uh, did you did you catch any of this? Did you see any of the coverage? Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I,
1: saw, uh, I saw. I saw. I happened upon the um, the verdict. Um I just so happened to be um catching I was you know doing my my notes on snowfall on Hulu. Okay. And so okay. um as I was clicking in, you know, I hit the live the live was up. So Hulu live was up and it was on a news channel and it was saying that the verdict should be in within, you know, by um something by 4:30 or some shit like that, between 3:30 and 4:30. But then nothing right. happened. And then, uh, then it was like, by 5 o'clock or whatever. And then so, right. you know, I, I flipped back and forth. And then I just said, fuck it. Because I wasn't invested in this in this thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't try not to get too invested with these news cycle stories like that. Because, you know, uh-huh. um, <clears throat> it's going to be what it's going to be. And I'm going to find out as soon as it happens anyway. <laughs> so no need of me worrying myself to death about it. But I did happen to walk back in when they were about to read the verdict. So, I sat down and watched it. You know, first two Guilties, I was like, cool, cool, cool. Walked away. You know what I'm saying? So, with this, you know what I mean? You, you try not to get too happy about any of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Or when they go the other way, you try not to get too sad about it. You know what I'm saying? So... In the case of Trayvon, I was all the way, like, fucked up by it, You know what I'm saying? Like, say, in OJ, you, like, was like, oh, shit, the black man. You know what I'm saying? But then you you right. you, you realize that that wasn't... I realized that that wasn't a proper response to any of this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you still got to go out in the world and live this shit. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. a lot of times when you get this this media, um, they they perpetuate these stories and then even even in this win, there's going to be like well you know there were some sides of people who saw it that it was just cause and it was justifiable force of what he used right. and, and then you know what i'm saying and they just rile they just rile up either side you know what i'm saying no matter what happens they're gonna rile up mm-hmm. the the side that that is uh perceived to have lost when it's no wins and no losses. And as far as, you know what I mean? Everybody else is concerned. It's that guy and that guy. You know what I mean? It's that guy's either going to jail for what he's doing or he's, or he's not going to go to jail. And that's not a win. And that's not a, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's not a win for us. You know what I mean? That's, that's mm-hmm. something that's supposed to happen. That's like when, you know what I mean? Like I said last week, when, when you're, when you babysitting your own kids, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's some shit that's right. supposed to happen. Like, you know, we, we all saw it. Like. That's that verdict is supposed to happen. So but what happens is they perpetuate like, okay, there was you guys lost. You yeah, so then what happens is the police feel like they lost and then they start, you know what I'm saying, banging heads on the street. You know what I'm saying? They start pulling niggas over and you know what I'm saying, just fucking with niggas on the street. So you know it's not over. You know what I mean? It's just one thing in a in a fucked up system that that all that exists. So, you know when it starts changing in another kind of way, then it'll be more celebratory. But right now it's just some shit that should have happened. Right. To me.
0: Yeah. No, you dig it. And that's a, that's an interesting question though, to think about, um, how much do you feel not to place blame on anything, but obviously, especially now that we're in a 24 hour news cycle, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, News is is definitely more. I don't say more about ratings, but it's definitely it's 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 veering on the realm of yeah. (laughs) It it is veering on the realm of okay, true. Indeed, it's it's about ratings, and it's it's more about it's veering on the realm of like entertainment. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's these there's these stories that need to be developed before. Mm -hmm. This is a long time ago now, but you know the news hasn't really been the news. In a long time Where they just say Verdict in Dot da da dot, dot This is what happened mm-hmm. Okay Next story Now it's like Verdict Then How you feel about that You know what I'm saying right. Let's talk to the people Let's see about it Let's look to the other side Da 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 Like okay What mm-hmm. what can we Let's get an expert in To uh, to give a forecast Or what can we expect to Da 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 How much of that If you had to put in the percentage How much of that Uh plays into society's response now society meaning society and mm-hmm. you know perpetrator like police and and systematic like how much of that would you give over to the new system and uh, I th- <clears throat>
1: I, I I can't give I mean a, a, a real number I could give you a, a speculation number you know what I'm saying yeah, I would say 95 percent yeah. of how people are responding is based on the conversation that is happening across the news cycle. I mean every like 90% of the shit we talk about on social media comes from some news outlet first you know what I'm saying or 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 a celebrity's own personal account. You know but then from there we we base our opinions and then social media have their own opinion and then at some point it'll crush out whatever the individual outlying thoughts are like the rational thoughts get crushed out out between the news cycle and the social media response to the news cycle so when when social media started to first hit like Twitter and all that stuff started to hit I, I kind of looked at it and realized that it's, a, it's a, a beast that needs to be fed every day and they are gonna get that shit something to eat 24 hours a day and mm. your opportunity to make money and get ratings depends on how well you can feed the beast you know what I mean like I say uh, I say all the time like Rihanna's biggest talent is her ability to keep people's attention you know what I mean? And she knows how to feed the machine. And she's built an empire off of being able to feed the machine whatever she her thing is. And it has nothing to do with this, what we're talking about, but that is it, it falls in line with what we're talking about. But with the new shit, you know what I mean? They, you know, they get paid off of, of stoking the fire on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Fox changed their whole fucking shit to fit one side to get... Get those ratings as Trump was coming into play, you know what I'm saying? And now that he's not in the play, they got to pivot and figure out how they gonna keep ratings and shit. They shit is plummeted, you know what I mean? So, you know, um, CNN has their style of how they do shit. Everybody got their style of what they do and how they do it, and you know that's that's the business of it. Now, as a as a individual thinker, you know you have to be able to sort through that shit and figure out where you fall at in the play. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you you fall right in line with it, like, oh yeah, cause that it it reflects what you might've already thought. You know what I'm saying? Then when it goes right. against what you thought, you like turn that shit off. You know what I'm saying? It's like when 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 my team don't win, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. finals or some shit like that, I turn that shit off for about four or five days. <laughs> cause I don't want to see that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? So, is is it's like that, man? I don't know. I I, I checked out of the shit out the Trayvon. You know what I mean? Because I realized yeah. that it was controlling not only how I was feeling, but it was how I was moving. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I was like, man, fuck this shit. You know what I mean? Like you know, this is some, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? I got kids that age. You know, I got well, not that age, but I got kids that size, and they saying that this right. this kid. Was a grown man because of his size, and I'm like, shit! I got a twelve year old that's the same size. You know what I'm saying? Six two and hundred and some pounds. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, this is this this shit hit crazy. But you know, it goes on. Like I coming up in Miami, the station WSVN channel seven, they were part of the original originators of sensational news. You know what I'm saying? So when that, like you said, news was this this da 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 da. WSVN created this whole shit where it was like whatever. They had a whole like crime section. You know what I'm saying? That every night <laughs> they they right. you know what I'm saying? They go through this whole crime section. It was Rick Sanchez. He was the leader of the bunch, mm-hmm. and they basically take the most. It could be the most random crime. And then they just dig in and what will happen and justice be served and you know, and don't let something real happen. Like somebody kill a tourist or some shit like that. And then they go hard and they go in right. and then, you know, at first it was like, this is ludicrous. This was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this, this ain't even news. Like what did is y'all doing? And then over time, a lot of news outlets became the same kind of way. So we knew how it felt every night to come in and it's going to be some niggas getting chased by the police, arrested, or they're going to be talking about some shooting. You know what I'm saying? That's just going to be it. And that's just going to be right in Liberty City or Opalaka, Overtown. It's going to be one of y'all. You know what I'm saying? And every night is the same shit. And they had a they had a whole like the they have a promo for the shit earlier in the day <Folge zero visible noise> eleven o'clock you know what I'm saying it's gonna go it's right, going right. down in Liberty City <laughs> you know what I'm saying be like God damn
0: <laughs> you niggas is in trouble <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying God, fucked
1: up and, oh. and and then all news became that way it was like a trip to watch
0: it unfold Editorial. and that's where we at yeah yeah yeah. So you feel ninety-five percent of it is driving the public uh, opinion? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I, I think I think ninety five percent of public opinion is based off of the news cycle and right. and, and what comes across our algorithm. And mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying, it's it's hard to even search for something outside of your algorithm because you're not used to thinking outside of it. You, you used to open up your app. Whatever's mm-hmm. there is what's the news. You know what I'm saying? Trending topics. All right, that's what we're talking about for the next couple of hours. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it's hard to even select what you want to think about today. Because right. as soon as you turn on the TV, as soon as you open up your phone, the phone already sending you alerts before you wake up. By the time you open your you didn't phone open
0: the phone yeah right right
1: that shit is already on your front screen Apple News telling you what the, right. you know what I'm saying telling you what you they think you should know today
0: <laughs> yeah yeah shit is wild it's crazy it is crazy it is, and it's so far gone now it's a full-on business business yeah it's yeah it's fully entrenched.
1: Yeah, it's fully entrenched. Ah. And we you know, we're gonna get the vaccine and then we're gonna have a new operating system and we're gonna be locked in. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just oh just that's just nigga talk. I ain't serious. That's that's, that's hotel news. <laughs> that's yeah. hotel you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's street corner talk. I'm not serious. <laughs> <Right>. Stop it.
0: <laughs> right. There's there's the cycles though. There's different news cycles. There's the obviously the traditional news cycle. Yeah. Then there's the barbershop news cycle. There's yeah. the, the black Twitter news cycle. The Hope Twitter the news cycle. You know what I mean? Like it's right. just that's just <laughs> funny. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I
1: like the I like the new Black Wall Street um news cycle. What you the, mean, like with, like
0: the... Trapper?
1: Yeah, like wall street Which trapper or, or you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. those cats are like all this, this business information earn your leisure earn your yeah, leisure like you know what I'm saying flipping houses and all you know what I mean I, I, you know what I mean yeah. it's, it's 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 um interesting to watch that segment of the algorithm grow because it mm-hmm. didn't exist you know what I'm saying like 10 years ago that didn't exist. Like you, you'd be working real hard to try to get that kind of information from people that looked and sounded like you, you know? Yeah. So it's very interesting to watch that grow.
0: Yeah. And no, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, it's well needed. It's mm-hmm. well needed. And it's, uh, uh, you know, and it's, it's spoken to us, you right. know, it's not, it's not too elevated or a bunch of, terms and things that are not really you know because if for a while mm-hmm. it felt like it was spanish you right. know like either you had it in you understood you worked in that industry you had the glossary of these terms that were used you mm-hmm. were good but if you didn't you might as well be watching telemundo you know what i'm right. saying like because the shit that they were saying you it was never nobody ever really broke it down you know right. so uh yeah to see it to see yeah, that to- prospering is cool yeah <laughs>
1: Because we got to expand, yeah. at least black Twitter, you know what I'm saying? We got to expand our, our um, algorithm, you know? Get it, you know, our, Yeah, the TV and the, you know, the memes is, is cool. The challenges, I love all that. Just that's, that's what keep this shit cracking. But if we could slide yeah. more shit within the cracks, you know what I'm saying, then right. we'll be better off, like, you know what I'm saying, putting out different kinds of information. Like, you know, I always get the, you know, like right now, like the, um, the black businesswoman, new entrepreneur, Entrepreneurs, you know what I'm saying? I got to, I uh-huh. took $10,000 and did this and blah, blah, blah. And now my ice cream shop is popping and I'm, you know what I'm saying, value that this. Like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't talked yeah. like that before. You know what I'm saying? That right. shit was, right. that that kind of conversation was held to certain circles of people. Mm-hmm. The, S, the SBA loan crowd, Black Enterprise now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's good to see that filter out into, in the midst of gossip, in the midst of entertainment and, and culture we get we yeah. get some information as well i like that right
0: yeah it's cool it's cool i like it too it's cool it veers off there's uh there's the offshoot of which they call llc twitter mm-hmm. which is where it's a little <laughs> bit more you know what i mean where it's a little bit more of all you gotta do you know that right, type right, of right, setup right, right. First of uh, all, you know, like, and I'm not, I like the spirit of it, but I just say, take it with a grain of salt. Like when you get in financial advice that starts with boom, nigga, all right. you got to do, that's what you right. got to say. All right, well, let me, let me look at another source as well. Cross-reference. Cause I, I don't know. This feels a little, feels a little too turkey right, or, right, or right. the reporter just feel frustrated with you. Like, all right, back so let me, let me explain something to you because obviously you, you you're not even following what I'm trying to tell you so first of all you 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 obviously need to be talking to the government more often because what you're doing you know, obviously you you know it's like whoa hold on now let me not like, let's not make it attitudinal right but uh I do love the spirit of it I do love the information I like that the fact that the conversation has broadened yeah right. for sure yeah 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 you know, even like you know even
1: like you're gonna get that you're gonna get the get rich quick people—you always had them, uh-huh. but they actually used right. to lead the way in that space. You know what I'm saying? Those—they was, were was the only ones right. you would see. The get rich quick, you know what I'm saying? You could do this and da 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 da. So you know they're gonna be there. Like you can't—you can't get them out the way. But enough for people to start thinking and and thinking differently and moving differently and actually seeing people um, take advantage of some of the things that they, that really exist out here. Is uh you know it's encouraging.
0: Yeah, and and there's it seems to be more systems of accountability. You know what I mean? There's right. a lot more people that are kind of that are putting people's feet to the fire and kind of mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, well listen, this happened and this happened. Now what's what's the deal with that?" And a lot of people are kind of getting vetted out in real time, right. which is kind of cool. I tell you right. some other shit that I like, um, mm-hmm. and I'm only gonna speak. Uh, on the peripheral of this, because I don't really have the full story. I just I just got hip to it recently, but um what's the lady's name? The woman that works with Black Lives Matter. I think her name is mm-hmm. Paris. Um I'm trying to find her name as I'm talking to you. Uh, Paris, something with an O. But uh she's one of I guess she was one of the leaders of Black Lives Matter. It doesn't really this is just really where we jump it off from. One of mm-hmm. the leaders of Black Lives Matter. And, you know, there came some reports came out that she had multiple houses and this, that, and mm-hmm. the other thing. Like she was living pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so now a lot of the the narrative was she must be taking money from the cause. Mm-hmm. And Mark Lamont Hill interviewed her and she was like, you know. I work for Black Lives Matter. I don't draw salary for Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm a professor. I'm a TV producer, maybe even a movie producer. I'm not sure, Mm -hmm. but definitely a TV producer. Uh, I've sold, I mean, you know, I've I've published books. One Mm -hmm. of them went to the New York Times, one of them, New York Times bestseller, this, that, and the other thing. Like, I make an income doing various things. I'm a speaker. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I make an income. But more importantly, the thing that I like that she said, which uh, <clears throat> I like speaking about conversations that need to be had and things that need to be entered into the the zeitgeist of Black America. She was like, I think that activists need to be paid, like they need to make money. You know what I'm saying? Like there should be. Now, obviously, it's not. It's not mm-hmm. for all <laughs> pri- oh, just for the money because it could go. Mm-hmm. It could go left quick. Yeah. But I think that the work deserves some compensation like the work you know motherfuckers really going hard there should be some type of compensation for the sweat equity that's put out there into the world there should be some support and not just you know pumping the fist but monetarily like help these people out let's 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 fuel this movement and, What's your and, thoughts?
1: And that's always, that's always, we always come to that crossroad, whether it's with preachers, whether it's with, you know what I mean? Like, whoever's right. doing the work definitely gonna want to earn a living. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can't even yeah. do the work if you if you can't live. Um, but in this social media age, we've we've all anything that, that you get popular for, you're gonna be able to monetize, you know what I'm saying? Especially if it if it works in a big way. If she was like one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, she was gonna be at the forefront of some attention. People were gonna want to talk to her. People are gonna want to hear from her. You know what I'm saying? So her books will sell, and her speaking engagements will crack, and her her bag will increase. You know, um, I didn't. You know, I don't. I don't see no problem with that. You know what I mean? If if you're in line with with. Your goals and and what you set out to do. I just never understood Black Lives Matter as an organization. Anyway, you know what I mean. It just it came out of out of nowhere and 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 it got a lot of a lot of money from a lot of different places really fast. So, but I didn't know what the organization. It wasn't like the organization was on the ground doing shit before. You know what I'm saying. When after Trayvon, you start hearing the name and it and they they doing activism and all that, but I didn't know. What else they did, I don't know if they had an office set up and, you know, a 501c3. I don't know. You know, I didn't know none mm. of that. But, but you know, when I see what they was up in arms about, it wasn't nothing extravagant that she was doing. You know what I'm saying? She bought a 1.4. I think they got really turned off when she got the $1.4 million house in, in L.A., which is like shit, all houses in L.A. cost a million dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you buy a right. house in L.A., you're going to be spending a million dollars. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Somebody getting up in arms is somebody, you know, bought a house in bed style, some shit like that. Like, you know. That that's shit an apartment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, what, that's what shit costs, you know? Um, so it wasn't that extravagant, but when you hear million attached to Black Lives Matter person, then it... It probably sounded like oh she stealing money or something. You yeah, but you know that 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 conversation comes up all the time anyway. Like with with um uh, what's your boy name? Um what they call him? Uh, Sean King. Yeah, Sean, Sean King. King. Yeah. yeah, Talcom X. That's what I was trying to call <laughs>
0: That shit right. is one of the funniest. <laughs> Talcom X, whoever came with that shit deserves a plaque. That shit is fucking hilarious. Real quick though, Patrice Colors knock. I believe you know her last name. Her very last right. name is spelled like you know how like the the champagne B right. R I G N A C, which I've never figured out how to pronounce. But you know right. that's Patrice Claus Bernac. Look, I believe.
1: But if if you was really right. paying attention and not just looking at the algorithm, if you was paying attention, you would have seen that all of the founders, like three or four of them, have signed with. The major agencies, CAA and UTA, they all have deals with these agencies. So they out here working and they, and it seemed like they were all in like doing film and TV. So, you know, they're going to be working, you know what I'm saying? They no different than, you know, anybody else that's working in TV. So they out here getting deals. So that's what it is. Hopefully they could include some of this messaging and some of this, this, this walk of life in, in their. Programming that they're doing Maybe they can run Counter programming To what What we already seeing I don't know But I ain't mad at them Getting money You know what I'm saying Shit I wouldn't be mad If she was drawing A salary off of Black Lives Matter If if she was doing the work Right You know Again It's not like They they were They were some organization That had promised to do A certain thing And you know what I'm saying And and uphold certain values We don't know What these people Mm -hmm. Came to do we, you know what I'm saying? We we see the we see the slogan, we see them on the news. We see, you know what I'm saying, them being um, villainized from certain segments, and we see them being heroes to other segments. But for real, for real, I don't know that organization and, and what they stand for and what they what they seek to achieve. And until I go and find that out, I, why should I be mad that she bought a house? Or some houses, or or fucking (laughs) Rolls Royce shit. We let rappers get Rolls Royces. We ain't mad at them. We ain't mad at drug dealers getting Rolls Royces. You know what I'm saying? Why we why we mad at the preacher? Or why we mad at yeah man? I I don't know.
0: Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. It, it, It's an interesting uh, context that people are, particularly uh, religion and activism but uh specifically i see it a lot with religion now right. i'm not tripping you know like uh because i i realize there's a it's a craft there's an art to it you know there's a mm-hmm. performance element to it you know um you know and it could be you know is there should be an anointing it could be you know if this person is truly favored and all of that that's that's whether you believe or not. But the fact of the matter is if they can get you to believe that's the art there, that's the craft. Mm -hmm. That's back when I was saying about being a prayer warrior, there's certain people that could lead you in prayer to where you feel like, okay, nah, I think we good here, Mm -hmm. you know? So (laughs) if, if I could do that and let's not also forget, goes back to ratings. If I could draw a crowd, if my congregation is diesel, Mm. Then, yeah, I might need to get some paper. I might need to make a couple dollars. Uh, Now, I think where it gets a little murky, though, is when the congregation is struggling and the the (laughs) pastor is bawling. That's when it gets a little nasty. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? When he, he blowing the horn at you and you, you know what I mean? You out here panhandling, fresh out of church, There, there needs to be some adjustments on both sides. You know what I'm saying. But um, I'm all about getting paid for your work. You know what I'm saying. Especially if you do good work, then maybe you should draw a good salary, or you should get something that that matches your effort. Right. Uh, And 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 just like we said, doctors um, well,
1: right, no doubt. And just like we said on 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 these um the, the LLC Twitter, and you know what I'm saying. There's gonna be scammers. There's gonna be get rich quick people. Yeah. There's gonna be all that in all what we do. But every you know profession, what I'm every profession, every every sector of drawing attention. There's gonna be some people that are frauds. There's gonna be some people that you know what I'm saying that are, are all the way about it. But you know what I'm saying you're gonna have to be able to, to decipher that. Like we was mad to you know that Malcolm X. Wasn't balling and he was broke when, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, how Malcolm X right. gonna be broke? You know what I'm saying? But he yeah. out here doing the work, but it wasn't no method of him getting paid to do the work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Damn. But yeah, but
1: when wild. you but sometimes you get on the side of of like I said, when you get on the spiritual side and the money don't even matter. Because you out here doing your purpose. And that's just it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, nowadays people be like, man, that, that man is doing his purpose. We need to do a go me for that nigga because he out here doing it and he don't even care. But, and you know, some people just get on the side of I'm just in what I'm doing and I ain't even thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's mm-hmm. not about, that doesn't align with my values and what I'm out here to do. We just live in America.
0: The work is yeah the work is the blessing right i dig it i hear that we just
1: live in america where everything is about that bread
0: yeah it's capital. i mean it's capitalism but then there's also yeah it's capitalism obviously but then if we even just uh because you definitely you still need bread purpose is cool but that's not gonna fill the gas tank you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying like you know like so there needs to be at least some money thrown towards the infrastructure you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. hopefully there's somebody savvy enough to to figure that out to where Mm -hmm. they don't taint the one that is you know dispirited or you know like really thrust by the purpose or whatever but uh yeah
1: that's why it is living in in America take balance
0: Absolutely, You're going to need some balance.
1: Because you're going to need Some dollars And you're going to need Some some vision <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying yeah. you, could, you, uh,
1: could, you could get through One and the other But If you want to You know what I'm saying If you want to live Wholly and fully <laughs> You're going to need A little bit of both
0: Mm-hmm Well yeah. That's the truth Uh Today is 420 Um Uh I'm chilling. I ain't really even... This my first 420 in a minute where I've been indulged. Really? And I'm actually pretty... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I think about it, I mean, yeah. I guess if I think about it, yeah. It's been a while. Um, And I'm chilling, to be totally honest with you. I've committed to, like... I committed to doing a year. Mm-hmm. I, I made that decision. I'm going to go a year without the tree. And you, where you where you
1: at with it right now?
0: I'm, like, eight months in. Okay. So... On the, I'm on the other side of the you know I'm on the on that other towards we we nearing the fourth quarter you know I yes, uh, uh, I was cu- I was curious about how this would be I'm tri- I'm not even tripping to be totally honest with you mm-hmm. um but I you know I still I still couldn't watch the culture because it's also that's the other thing about you know there's the getting high part of that of it mm-hmm. but then there's the culture of it too you know, mm-hmm. just like so many other things, there's the culture of it. And now it's like, it's even interesting how now it's expanding even more now with the legalization and things like that. And it's it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of affects the culture. Because part of uh, what made, I want to say what made weed culture sexy, or part of what gave weed culture a bit of its character was the illicit nature of it. Even mm-hmm. though it wasn't, you know, as illicit as coke or crack or nothing like that, it was still, <laughs> it was still, you know what I mean? Like, it was still like what I found out, you know, now you can smoke on your stoop. You know what I'm saying? Like, legally. Right. Like, that's cool because now cats got go to go to jail and all that other shit. But it's interesting, like, just... It's just, it's just an interesting thing about it. Like it's, uh, it's a, it's a layer that's removed from it. You know what I'm right. saying? Let's say like, it's just, a, it's a layer that's removed from it. But, um, anyway, one of the things that I was thinking about just, uh, so it's 420 and later on tonight, you know, while we're recording this on 420, so later on tonight, Method Man and Red Man are going to be doing their versus battle, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously, They're two weed rappers. Mm -hmm. And as much as I like Method Man and Red Man, you know what I mean? As as much as they represent getting high, you know, weed rap, I don't think they really make much, in my mind, weed music. Like, get high music. Like, they make, you know what I mean? Music about smoking weed. But, like, when I think about weed, and I think about getting high. There's certain types of music that I like, and I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you stand on that? How, uh, as far as weed goes, mm-hmm. well, go ahead, go ahead. What was you about? What well, were you about to? No, no, I'm, I'm about to. Tap let me finish what this you, question. Yeah. Let me finish what you're saying. All right. When okay, if you indulge, uh, how important is music to the experience? Mm-hmm. And what type of music do you fuck with when you get high?
1: Right. Well, <clears throat> I'll start by, I'll start with this, right? I, I get what you're saying, like with, with, with bread and meth. They represent a different mm-hmm. kind of stoner than what I grew up understanding, you know what I'm saying, a weed right. smoker to be like. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole stoner culture and the like, um, you know, like the stoner movies and the cheech and chong and the, you know what I mean? Like the cartoony type of vibe that it portrays, like, that wasn't really how I seen it in real life like I was surrounded by that kind of shit like you know what I'm saying in the 70s growing up in the 80s like my grandma smoked reefer you know what I'm saying and so it had a different connotation to me you know what I'm saying it was more like people who smoked reefer was more serious you know what I'm saying then then it wasn't like a lot of laughy, jokey shit. It was a lot of Curtis Mayfield and, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, niggas mm-hmm. was serious business, you know what I'm saying? Niggas wasn't having, having it with a little 38 or, you know what I'm saying? Always like a weapon around or some shit like that. Niggas was serious about life, you know what I'm saying? Shit is real. Right. But it wasn't right. like no funny, jokey shit, you know what I'm saying? As, it, right. as it's portrayed a lot of times in the marketing and advertising of of marijuana movies and and shit like that. So when you talk about music, again, it always aligns to people like Curtis Mayfield and me, Isaac Hayes, and you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't indulge like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, for a long time, I didn't even smoke at all. In college, like, I didn't smoke at all. It's, I smoked maybe three yeah. times in college. The first time it was like, yo, this is swag," You know what I'm saying? I was stuck. I, you know what I'm saying? I, ain't, I was like, this is terrible. The second time I damn near, I, I, I fucked up my whole shit. I had a, a booty call that was, that was somebody I was trying to holler at for a minute. Like, come on through. Like, yeah. I was so happy. My nigga had a joint. I'm like, man, let me hit that. Hit that shit. And, um, I played the music that I would normally listen to, the funk, you know what I'm saying? Like I had a funk tape that had like, you know, Parliament on it that had, you know, One Way and and Clear and all those types of groups. And um, I'm driving to this shit and I'm so deep into the music that I'm, in my mind, I'm in the band. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the band mm-hmm. in the trunk of the car playing bass with the motherfucking Parliament Funkadelic and Knee Deep was on um, the Parliament song, right. Knee Deep. Freak of the week was on, and then I looked up. I'm all the way on the other side of the road. I'm like, oh shit! Let me tighten up. You know what I'm saying? Roll the windows up. Roll the windows down. You shit. was on the
0: wrong side of the road.
1: I was on the wrong side of the road. I was so deep into the oh, music wow. that I, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm fucking up out here. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to get high. I don't know how to drive high, especially. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck's supposed to happen. So I'm like, this motherfucker blow. On the other side of the roads, I was so spooked I never made it to the, you know what I'm saying, situation. You know what I'm saying? That that mm-hmm. never that never came back around. <laughs> so I had stopped at some some people I knew house that was that was cooking. And uh I, my plan was to stop there, get a plate, eat, slam that and then go to my my situation. But man, I woke up, it was about three, four in the morning. I'm like, ah, this is terrible. I hate weed. <laughs> so uh. So that was that was my early experience with it. And then as, you know, as I got grown, you know what I'm saying, only time that I would really I would smoke every now and again, you know what I'm saying? Mostly when I was with my cousin. And and um but never really just on my own for a long time. Then I think one time we was doing the pod and um uh little Mr. Glass had gave had us some samples of some shit. I don't remember what it was, but he gave us both some. And so I had that yeah, as a little yeah. stash that I would, you know, dip right. into every nine again. You know what I'm saying? And then that uh-huh. was, with that, I was able to figure, okay, this high. Oh, I, all right, this high. I could, you know what I'm saying? I could do it. And even then, I still tapped into what I knew as like, okay, if I'm trying to, you know, lay back you know, on Series 5, play some music. You know what I'm saying? I hit this and whoop, whoop. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still always a, a puff, puff, put it out type of cat. I ain't smoking a mm-hmm. whole joint and all that. I ain't trying to get blowed. That's why when I discovered that Skunkberry, it was a nice strain because it don't get you blowed out. You know what I'm saying? It just take you on a nice ride and then let you off smoothly. Right. Yeah. But to your question, the music of, that I listen to is the music that I usually go to when I'm trying to zone out anyway, which is the funk, which is, you know what I'm saying, uh, serious shit like Curtis Mayfield. He was like my favorite artist of all time, anyway. So. That's the type right. of shit i be on. Marvin Gay. I
0: hear
1: that. Right. I, my vision of it was cats listening to that type of shit, rolling the reverb on the album cover. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? Talking grown folk talking and you got to get out. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was an adult situation. <laughs> right. Might have been a red light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it might, yeah nah. It was definitely. It was definitely a uh yeah, it was definitely, like, this ain't for you type shit. When you're young, this ain't right. for you. My right. my my journey with it, like, I I was young. I didn't I ain't get into weed. You know, I seen it around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I seen it around, smelt it around. You knew kind of, you had an idea of what it was, or you, at least you knew the tone of what it was. just like many drugs or uh, uh, mind-altering services, alternate all what is it mind altering substances, substances have mm-hmm. you know substances like you know there's a tone that comes along with brown liquor there's a tone right. that comes along with beer you know mm-hmm. and even if you don't indulge you could kind of you could read the room and you could be like oh okay I see what this type of I see what's going mm-hmm. on here right. and and weed had its own type of vibe to it so yeah I didn't really I didn't grow up around the like TSA, the the comical Stoner, Fast Times of Ridgemont High, or even Cheech and mm-hmm. Chong type of shit. That was more like the what was presented on screen. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, I never really thought about it like it's a, a level of seriousness, but it was. It was kind of <laughs> like uh, it was a stress reliever. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was. Uh, it was some shit. It was uh, even even in comparison to what's going on now in hip hop. Like just the sp- speaking of cartoonish, just the cartoonish. Size of the blunts niggas right. be smoking, or how much weed need to be on hand. It's like the it's like the money phone. Right. Like back in the day, it would be a little little a pinner. like a little right. small <laughs> little joint. You know what I mean? That was good enough. That's gonna get you right where you need to be. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it was, <coughs> it was pulled from a little either if you go way back, an envelope, or if not, like a little ten little dime bag, a little little mm-hmm. small bag, or whatever. Um...
1: But uh,
0: I remember when I was like growing up, I kind of was looking at weed as like it was cool, but it was it was it was still dare era. You know, I used to joke mm-hmm. about this shit. I used to talk about this on stage, but it was still dare era. So this was back when the propaganda was strong, where weed was looking like a gateway drug, like that mm-hmm. should have you on crack soon. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you would see, especially, like, in high school, you would see maybe cats that would get high, and then they would just be dusty. Like, they would kind of, like, go all in on it and, like, kind of be fucked up, like, schoolwork-wise. Like, Mm -hmm. they, you know, like, I knew quite a few people that were smart as fuck and, you know, started getting high, and they just, like, checked out. And you like, damn, and that shit kind of had me a little, like, wary of it. So mm-hmm. I think the first time I really ever got high, high was like eleventh grade. I had maybe tried to smoke before, but it didn't hit, and I got mm-hmm. high, and it was a hell of a moment. We was high. Everybody was in the in the crib. We was joking, and it was one of the moments where I felt like the funniest nigga of all time. Right. I was. We was lighting. I was lighting niggas up. You know what I'm saying? I remember. Discovering a friend of mine had lupus in that moment in the moment of killing this motherfucker I was talking about saying nigga what's up with them spots in your head like the all the the raucous applause kind of <laughs> s- simmered down. The niggas was like, "Yo, son, he got you know, he got a sick, you know." It's like, oh, uh-huh. and I was like, Oh damn, my bad, yeah, that kind." Of- but then we got it right back because we were still young and resilient, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Feelings was being suppressed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my bad, nigga, ain't shit, shit. It's <laughs> all good. Only worry about it, give a nigga a dap. You know what I'm saying? We back to getting high. Uh, remember the cheeseburger I had tasted better than anything I ever had in my life that shit was the same cheeseburger i got gotten many other times from the fucking mm. corner store but this shit <laughs> that day the way the motherfucking the, the mayo and the ketchup and the lettuce and that little bit of tomato all that shit get wove together to create a damn concerto of flavor <laughs> I was like damn this shit is amazing so mm-hmm. there was that College, I didn't fuck with it, cause college, I was, I was just trying to get through that motherfucker, you know. Like, college, even though college felt easier, and probably in retrospect than high school, due to how, uh, I guess precarious my high school shit was. I was like, nigga, I just got to get through this college thing. I can't, I can't, you know. I'm, I, I got to... I got to get this off, so I was very—I wasn't—I was very serious as far as my vices. You know what I mean? I could handle mm-hmm. liquor. I'd mm-hmm. been, you know, drinking here and there since maybe tenth grade or something like that. So I knew, like, the thing that always was the difference between early on between me with weed and liquor was like liquor was like a gradation. Like you could get tipsy, you could get nice, mm-hmm. and you could get bent. Right. Weed was like zero to oh shit, I'm high. You right. know what I mean? Like I, I never really knew. Even if I just hit it twice, it just felt like I was, I was out of there. Like where's right. liquor, you felt like you could manage it a little bit more. So that became my vice of choice. I didn't really get back to weed till like when I was, I was in my twenties when I was working. I had a job. I had an apartment. I had my own shit. And I was like, all right, let me see. Because if I guess if even the, the setting, it felt more adult. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead, roll a little joint. You know what I'm saying? Sit down on my own motherfucking couch in mm-hmm. my own house. Yeah. You know what I mean? See what's what. <laughs> see, and, that, that's uh, like, that reefer feeling <laughs> like
1: shit. Let me roll me a motherfucking yes. joint. Shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I was always a joint motherfucker over over blunts and all of that. Like I never really blunts is cool. Blunts is that blunts is that nineties hip hop aesthetic back. And we talking about red and meth. You know what mm. I'm saying? That's that era hoodies, blunts, tims, and all of that shit. I just never liked watching a motherfucker roll a blunt, spitting all over the, licking all over. That shit. Yeah, never. I, I'm not in the communal. Like I like the <laughs> cipher, but some of that shit get a little too intense. That's why I never used to like niggas that passed the forty around and the <laughs> right. shit, Hell the, little backwash and all of that. I'm cool. Nigga, pour me a drink in a cup. So, um, you know what I mean? I just, I just, ah, I wasn't into that shit. And to your point, I like some smooth, some funky flash. I like some, I like some, I like some instrumentation with my high. Mm -hmm. I like Mm -hmm. to hear, you know what I mean? I like to hear fucking, I like to hear them cymbals go off with that drum pattern. You know, nigga, I was listening to, I was listening to, and it it could be, it could be all types of, I like Earth, Wind & Fire is good when Mm you high, Outcast, of course, the motherfucker... I remember. I remember saying this before, but like on Mob Deep, the infamous album, "Give Up the Goods." That motherfucking them first drums that start dun, dun dun, nigga. Hearing that shit high. Oh man, that shit was amazing. I felt like I was at the at, at the studio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was certain shit that is just like okay. But I like to kind of feel transported. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like I like to some vibe shit. So. Right. Uh, yeah, but uh yeah. So yeah that's, yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it. That's, that's where fu- I'm at it's where
1: funny I'm like when you talked about the burger and how good the burger was. Like yeah. the first time I had like an official high where it was like, "Okay, I'm high, but I'm here. I'm in right. experience." I went to Cleveland was with my cousin Chris and um uh-huh. it was it was like Christmas. It was like the Christmas era, like so maybe a couple days before Christmas or Christmas Eve. So I was there like through Christmas. And the whole time we was blow, you know what I'm saying. He had just bought his pops this brand new Lincoln or whatever. This was what ninety, like ninety seven or some shit like that. And so, right. So we blow, you know what I'm saying. That's when I um he uh he put me onto the rad and quick mixtape. They had these crazy ass blend tapes and shit. And uh-huh. what I realized, what I realized with with Reefer. And the 808s melt into your body, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <clears throat> so I will say that, like, outside of the funk, if I'm listening to some rap shit, that shit gotta have some 808s and shit. That's like a lot of this mm-hmm. new music that's out now sound real good with weed. And so <clears throat> we on the, we riding in the brand new Lincoln, listening to the rad and quick. You know what I'm saying? Smelling like new car leather. Smoking the reefer Got Mm -hmm. your cologne on It's a whole It's the whole vibe It's the whole vibe And so We go We go to this spot um, Lancers You know what I'm saying It's a bar Restaurant type of deal East Cleveland And Order the steak And I swear To this day My nigga That had to be The best steak I ever had (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Previously and in the future. You know what I'm saying? There was no steak that ever came close to how that steak tasted in that moment. You know what I'm saying? So I probably had a better steak. I definitely had a better cut of steak. Definitely went to a better steakhouse. You know what I'm saying? Uh But in that moment, at that time, Mm. the way that that steak melted off of the fork... Mm-hmm. It was, it was, you know what I'm saying? It was no comparison to nothing that I'd ever tasted. You know what I'm saying? So that probably was the, the, the experience of all experiences within my experience with weed. And, you know what I'm saying? I, I've never been that blowed ever since, but over that amount of time, that was like four days straight. Like, nigga here and I stupid ass going to hit it every time it was passed to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't right, know that right, you could, you right. could say you could pass. You'd be like, I'm good. I ain't know you could do that. <laughs> right. I, thought, yeah. I thought you just yeah, had yeah, to hit it yeah. every time they gave it to you. Shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and it's just yeah. it's just one other person, so it's like a whole ass blunt between two niggas, it's
0: like, right. shit. They come high. We just smoked two hours ago. Yeah. Right, Woo. Right. <laughs> So. And then the funny shit is, you wondering, you like, damn nigga, are you as high as I am? Because I feel <laughs> high, high. I don't, you don't look like you as high as I am. I'm exactly. fucked up right
1: now. I, this yeah. Nigga is high yeah. functioning. I'm stuck in the couch. Right. I'm trying to talk to my my great auntie. She ain't seen me in years. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm so sorry but i'm i can't do it but i'm just there. they probably looking like they look You know they all experts and shit they, they you know what i'm saying they've been doing this for mm-hmm. years they look at they probably looking at you, look at this little nigga stuck can't handle his mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. newbie yeah man yeah but shit happy 421 y'all um. Uh, fuck. So now, yeah, man. It's, you know, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna check out the uh, the verses. See how it go. Yeah, mm-hmm. it go. It should be it should be interesting for the most part. But uh, yeah, I think it's about that time, brother. To, uh, uh, we it
1: sound about. like we we should we need like a like some music to to launch this <laughs> yeah. segment of the show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know. You know. Hell yeah. <laughs> but go ahead announce
1: it what what time is what
0: time is it (laughs) it is snowfall time it is time for our snowfall recap it's damn near been seven days since the shit aired so you know spoilers ahead um yeah man they already know what it is it's time for us to go ahead and talk about this (laughs) latest episode of snowfall just to tee up for this this new episode tonight season finale Uh, season finale forgive me I thought last week I, I said last week was the season finale I guess I uh, misunderstood what they were saying but uh, yeah, they they, warded, so they, they worded it, it
1: weirdly movie. you know what I'm saying because it was like yeah. only one episode before the season finale you know what I'm saying like who says that like you know what I'm uh, saying <laughs> like either yeah, it is yeah, or it ain't
0: it crazy <laughs> right Right. Yeah. But um, all right, let's talk about it, man. What were your? Yeah. Let's get into it. What were your thoughts? How'd you feel? Ah, oh, um, man. Um,
1: I, yeah. I, I, you know, I felt, I felt like some justice was served. Speaking of uh, old oh, Siobhan or whatever his name is, Chauvin. but this was some right. street justice in a fictional sense. Um, I felt like I think, um, I think I want to give a round of applause to all of the players in the in the show, you know, everybody's doing an amazing mm-hmm. job. I, I mean, I fucks with all the acting. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm yeah. going to even get to a point in this breakdown of some face acting that I enjoyed Uh-oh. in this episode. Oh shit. Um um man, but you know, before I get into it, you know what I'm saying, again, this this episode did have a lot of one-liners, you know what I'm saying? I pulled out some mm-hmm. favorites. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then we could double back oh. and, and go through this shit. Uh uh Man Boy. He had a few, but you know what I'm saying? This was one of my favorites. I know you're in there. I can smell the pink oil out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you know about pink oil, that shit, you do smell that shit. You know what I'm saying? Got a scent. Um, um uh black diamond said in one of the scenes. I ain't fucking up my pedicure for no bill collector. <laughs> you know what I'm saying when she was telling her to answer the phone. That shit was funny as hell. Uh, another one, she another one that um, she had. Black Diamond have had three like three one three one liners that I, I fuck with. She had another one.
0: I fuck with them. I, yeah, I they, listen to them do a podcast.
1: Hell yeah, yeah. They're hilarious. <laughs> like how you how you follow him and you ain't got no car. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. they should have known then that this shit was right. right. You know what I'm saying? And then when she told Franklin, will not work for niggas.
0: <laughs> 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 with the gun, still, with the gun drawn and all that, like, still, listen, not at all. We ain't taking no jobs. Oh, man. the ships. All
1: yeah. right. this this Scully like had ship. one. He ain't had many lines, but he had one. It was like an off. Like, all of the good one-liners be, like, off. They won't be the main I line. Think I know where you're going. When niggas say, Damn, babe, why you ain't get the name brand Q tips? These ain't about
0: shit. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh no, nah, I thought you was gonna say what he said, you gotta get that hate out your blood. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You gotta like get that hate devil. out your heart. Yeah, that you
1: gotta get that was a serious lie.
0: That
1: was a serious and then uh Jerome, my last one of the one liners segment is Jerome mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shit ain't easy, but it ain't gotta be complicated. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. yeah so now to the breakdown. D, where you wanna start Talk with to this? Him. Um Well Well, okay, yeah. we we started off we started off where we left it off. You know what I'm saying? Um mm-hmm. in in T's apartment, she's faced with a quandary, you know what I'm saying? She's busted, you know what I mean? They yep. niggas wanna know, you know what I'm saying, what what the fuck. So um they got her to, you know what I'm saying, do what she need to do to to uh to 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 bring man boy to justice. Um the thing with her, you know what I'm saying, as Franklin noted later in the episode, she was quick on her feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man yeah. boy kind of knew mm-hmm. she was bullshitting, but she was she stayed trying to, you know what I'm saying? She was dancing on hot coals in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to trying Commit to get to the story lot. together. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. was dancing on hot coals and she did, she did a decent job at, you know, getting what needed to be done done, but, you know what I'm saying, she could have got herself killed because man boy wasn't having it. He 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 didn't buy that shit. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, he ain't stupid.
1: Nah, he, he wasn't stupid. You know what I'm saying? So he knew that shit one not right and we knew that shit was right because if, if Franklin was going to give him the plug, Franklin would have called him and been like, look, man, that's what we going to do. You know what I'm saying? But... You know mm-hmm. Cause it's just what Franklin always does Like nigga It ain't like Franklin Ain't got man boy number <laughs> You know what I'm saying Right <laughs> So right. So she would have been Better off trying to Get Franklin to go ahead And make the call But You know Franklin was gonna Never do that shit So Anyway Man boy shows up At a crib You know what I'm saying Smelling the pink wall All outside the door And um mm. Think about Tito You know what I'm saying she was real handy with that knife. You know what I'm saying? She, she, she was she wasn't slow on the draw. She plugged him. But what I ain't understand is why she ain't keep plugging them. She know he had a gun. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Why she ain't right, just keep right. plugging yeah.
1: his ass like old Khadijah.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah, go for it. Yo, yeah, go all in. You know unless saying? they rehearsed it. Cause, yeah, right. cause it definitely felt choreographed in that moment. Like, right. all right, I did my part. Now y'all need to step in. Yeah, she right. should have kept plunging. Right. Cause uh, yeah, yeah, but God, keep because he could have, he could have went, went on and we shot, we shot seen... her. Yeah, cause he still had the gun in his, he still had the gun in his hand, right? Right. And I was, I was a little. They were both a little off. Cause man, boy should have shot her. Man, boy but, don't really seem like a cat that. That uh waits around and obsesses about making a decision, especially if it's about pulling the trigger.
1: Nah, but, but uh, man maybe boy, he was, do, maybe he but, was but, shocked. But, but man boy do talk a lot. So that fell within oh, yeah. his character. He had something else okay. to say before he shot her. You
0: know, <laughs> you, know you know what I'm saying?
1: You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna kill you and <laughs> your and your bitch ass boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? And then he got shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he had yeah. to he had to yeah. get some lines out. And that's that's true to his character. His character always had to say a few more lines than needed to be said.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. As as Franklin said, a nigga always talk too much. Right. <laughs> yeah, nigga what? <laughs> so motherfucker <laughs> well, yeah. That was with well
1: be. within his character. But what I, I fuck with really because, you know what I'm saying, I've been reading the tweets and all that shit. And, and um the actor who plays Man Boy Melvin Greggs, you know what I'm saying? He broke down yeah. his his process in one of the uh one of his interviews and saying that he always liked how Denzel died slow and you know what I'm saying like in uh, Training Day how Denzel had all these lines after he he was dying so slow he still had a whole bunch of shit to say so when he saw the script he was like oh I already know what to do right here he was like that whole thing was his best Denzel impression of dying slow so I fuck with that I, I believe
0: like, it <laughs> I believe it Well two points to that Cause I, I didn't know He was He was drawing upon Denzel But I'm gonna add to that In a second But Cause it reminded me of The old days In movies Where a motherfucker died They always got like A little soliloquy Before mm-hmm. they go out Before they take that last <clears throat> And die, finally. They say, it. I'm going to tell you another thing, you bitch-ass motherfucker. You know, all of that shit that Man Boy let out. Man Boy went through all three of them, gave all of them. He let every, they ain't spared no feelings. He's not going, he's not going with the, he's not going to hell with the damn, I wish I had said this. Mm-hmm. Anything he wanted to get off his chest, he got that shit off his chest, along with them four, three, four bullets he had right. in his abdomen. Right. But (laughs) back to, go ahead. ahead, ahead. Finish finish your point, man. (laughs) Back to Melvin Gregg. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, I think I I said this before, but Melvin Gregg, I was familiar with because he had done a lot of stuff for like all deaf digital. Mm -hmm. And even before that, like, or even independent of that, he had his own, like, his own little wave on YouTube. Him, there's another guy, King Karen, they used to Mm -hmm. do. He used to do, like, a lot of little sketches. They did, like, a paid-in-full parody. But Bamboy, Boy, I mean, get, uh, Melvin did quite a few Denzel parodies. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Training Day, da-da-da-da-da. You could tell, like, he's probably right. super inspired yeah, by Denzel. Yeah, he like Denzel. He mentioned that. Yeah.
1: yeah, He had already did it yeah. in a skit. <clears throat> so exactly. he, he knew exactly, exactly what to do. In that space But he hit him with He hit him all he had, In his soliloquy He was like You know what I'm saying <laughs> Yo uncle Bitch ass uncle Following the nephew mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah.
0: the, He haunting him You know he what I'm saying the, 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 the nephew
1: The mm-hmm. nephew You know what I'm saying uh, <laughs> Pussy will By a trick That's right. under my control Even though he's down there right. Dying His mouth full of right. blood He's After dying stabbed him then he hit, he hit Leon. You know, they always had beef. He hit Leon with a one-liner uh-huh. that I would have put in the one-liner segment, but I wanted to save it for this part. He hit Leon. Uh-huh. Lil Leon, my sister <laughs> carved up your man, homie, like a Christmas <laughs> ham. You <ain't> shit. And <laughs> hey, you ain't do <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh,
0: man. That nigga took 30 ah. minutes to die. <laughs> that shit was funny.
1: And um yeah, so you know the thing about Jerome in these scenarios Jerome has little patience uh-huh. for all this shit you know what I'm saying cuz right. Jerome understands at all times what's going on like what people are doing and how it's going to affect things you know what I'm saying so it's yeah. going to be real interesting to see where Leon character's goes from here because yeah once they um once they got to Khadijah, which I, in my own personal opinion, I felt like they no. got lazy. They got Game of Thrones season eight with Khadijah's mm. final story. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, they could have, they set her up, but with her people, they paid them more money, but they did that with, you know what I'm saying? They did that with Man Boy people. They did that, you know what I'm saying? They they used that. They did
0: that with Fatback.
1: Yeah, they yeah. did that with Fatback. You know, you know, it's like, they used that over and over. It's like they could have came up as as intense as a character as she was. And she was giving them yeah. the most problems. It seemed like they would have yeah. came up with a better way for them to catch her. You know what I'm saying? To entrap yeah. her. As opposed to just going up using Wanda to give her the black diamond and D. All right, we're going to pay you more money. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But, but right. once right. once they did get her in that room, this is what I thought was funny. Got in the room. They set up, ring in the room, pull the gun on her, take her pistol. She, she knows she's, you know what I'm saying? She knows she's fucked. She's just like her brother. She got some shit to say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and so, Leon, he and his feelings, because this is, you know what I'm saying? This is the root of his pain right now. You know what I'm saying? This is the cause yeah. of all his, his whole struggle. is right here in the room in front of his face. And, uh-huh. He he wants to you know make amends, you know what I'm saying, and she ain't having right. none of that shit. And that she's not, not and ha- she's not having it. If you look behind her and see Black Diamond and um and Dallas, they looking at uh-huh. each other with these crazy ass faces, like. Like this shit is way too emotional right now. Oh, this nigga is fucking <laughs> up. Like you should see that. Like you go yeah. back and look at their faces when she's talking. Like that shit. <laughs> is that a
0: face acting nomination? That is the Ali Muhammad f- that is the Oscar
1: nominee? face acting award. You know okay. what I'm saying? They get it Got because it. it was it was perfect because they was they were expressing exactly what we were feeling. Like nigga, this ain't the time mm-hmm. for this shit. She don't want to hear this shit. Like. You tripping, nigga. Go ahead. <laughs> right. And see, Jerome, he was doing some face yeah. acting, too. Like, like looking at Frank, like, nigga, we can't let this go on. Because he already yeah. know that that shit is fucking up, fucking with Leon. You know what I'm saying? He already yeah. know that yeah. shooting a kid ain't no easy shit to come back from. You know what I'm saying? So he like, man, I don't know why we letting her even have no soliloquy. You know what I'm saying? And she got halfway through that shit. He had had enough.
0: Blah, yeah. da. He you know he liked the. You know how they they play you off at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. You know when you're in the middle of your speech. Right. He was like, all right, this is this is enough. Wrap it up. Bow, Bow, get her wow. Get her out of here. Get her out of here, please. She is, she is
1: fucking yeah. up the zone up in here. You know what I'm saying? She finna have this nigga crying, which she did. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she already he Said told, I'm going to haunt you. I'm
0: going to haunt you for the rest of your life, nigga. Like, he ain't going to never yeah. forget that. Nah, mm-hmm. nah. You could but, tell. Now, Jerome, I mean, a Jerome. Man Boy and Khadija are cousins, right? They know I'm brother and sister. No, nah, right?
1: for everything I see, they brothers and sisters. On that obituary, okay. that fake obituary that they put up, it said- They fucked it First, up. First cousins, <laughs> more like brothers and sisters. But everything that I've seen- On Mm -hmm. all those things Say that they're brother and sister
0: Okay I, I gotta feel like They must have grown up Around somebody Some adult in their life Had a slick mouth <laughs> Who would who would tear their ass apart Just verbally Before they did anything Cause they both got The power of the tongue They both know yeah. How to cast a spell On a motherfucker yeah. on the way out If I'm going out Oh I'm about to hit you With some shit That's gonna burn slow Nigga this is ether I'm not gonna I'm gonna get in your cerebellum This ain't no Fuck you motherfucker. Nah, I'm gonna I'm pull an assessment of your character where I see you. I'm gonna let you know, nigga, that you ain't. No, I'm not freeing you from this. You killed my baby. I want you to. I want you to suffer forever. No, nah, I'm not gonna give you a yo. It's all good. No, motherfucker, take this shit forever. If I gotta die, you killed my daughter. You need to feel this pain for as long as you live. Yeah. All right, Jerome. Cause, I'm ready to go. Cause, yeah.
1: cause the deal was she expected him to be a G and do it himself. That's why she opened yeah. up with, first my baby, now me." That she expected yeah. him to do it. You know what I'm saying?
0: He right, right, and right. I think
1: everybody else. Not, I mean, probably not Jerome and Franklin, but I think Black Diamond and Dallas expected him to do it as well. You know what I'm saying? He stepped yeah. up. Yeah. This was you supposed to, you
0: supposed to handle this, but. He and do Leon it. from a season ago would have just popped up immediately, right. but he was yeah he was fucked up from this but, whole situation.
1: But in this episode, what you got to see was the reversal of roles of him and Franklin. Because remember, Franklin wouldn't mm. do it before. Franklin would be, and then yeah. then Leon would have to come do it. You know what I'm saying? And what right. Man Boy was about to say to Franklin was, you know what I'm saying? He was trying to be facetious, and he was about to say, "You a real." You know what I'm saying? Probably was going to say a real killer. Like, look me in my eyes. You a real. And then Franklin when was beyond his days of not pulling the trigger. You know what I'm saying? He has all the way switched yeah. into, I'm, shit, I light you up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. we saw where those two roles have come to a point where they they kind of switched. And Franklin is all the way deep in. And Leon is is now having a conscience about what's happening. You know what I'm saying? And we yeah. seeing that with Scully. You know what I'm saying? We seen Jerome go from having a conscience to like, fuck this, all bets are off. You know what I'm saying? So we see trigger
0: happy now. Yeah.
1: We seeing yeah. well he handling business and he ain't like he just doing it for no reason. He doing what's supposed to be done. But we're seeing the no, transformation no, no, He's
0: pulling them triggers. Yeah we seeing yeah, the yeah, transformation of characters.
1: Up. This is a very transformative yeah. episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So, uh what else you got? Anything else? Because I got a. Go ahead. I'm gonna, one thing I want to yeah, talk Take, 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 take a go, turn. Take All a right, turn. <laughs> take ter- okay, back. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes, which was hilarious, sad, but necessary, I guess, was uh, was when Franklin and Jerome had to fight. Right. Franklin had to Franklin had to fight this nigga Jerome to get him to stay put. He didn't wanna do it. You seen how he put up his hands? He had no no conviction in this shit. He like shit. He knew he was gonna take an ass whipping. And what was so funny was uh it was a couple moments in that shit. First of all, I think Jerome, you know, threw him the modified friends and family ass with me. Right. He, ain't even, he pulled a few punches. You know what I mean? He didn't even give him his... Because he was at that moment, you know, he wanted to destroy people. He could have mm-hmm. He could just... It could have been ugly, ugly for, for fucking Franklin. But he, he tapped him up just let him know, listen, fam, you got to get out the way. I'm, I am look. Listen, and then mm-hmm. what was one of my favorite parts was when Franklin actually caught him. Mm-hmm. You could tell he was so caught up in the celebration of connecting that <laughs> he didn't see everything else coming. And it was... Diff, 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 diff. It was... oh, like man. That shit. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, oh man. he's oh, He was fucked up. He was like, yo, well, at least when, you, when your sister and your wife asked, did I do everything I could? I, I did and then right. that's what Jerome right. was like
1: nigga which, you, oh you stupid All right, which damn, was I'm which serious. was slick I, 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 I kudos yeah. to the writers especially on these last two episodes you know what I'm saying they they really uh, they really kind of set it up in a way except for Khadija getting her set up but everything else they set up in a way that was misdirected you you ain't really understand what was really happening right then in the moment like if you fall along in the right. moment you were really like mm-hmm. going for the ride, and they really took you on the ride. Especially um, that that scene right there, and Reed and Irene. The mm-hmm. whole the whole Reed, the, every scene that Reed had before he killed the old girl was a misdirection. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which you could easily you you didn't think you would fall for it, but. You know what I'm saying? You kind of fell for it. Like, you know, I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see him taking his bags up out the office with the CIA officer, kind of taking over his office. He's saying goodbye to old soul. He go meet up with Avi. Avi, like, you know what I'm saying? All this shit be coming to an end, man. There's always going to be another war. So, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? you might as well come on to the dark side, man. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? So, you thinking mm. he out. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, I'm like, damn. He really They really fired? Like, damn. That's crazy. So, right. when he when he walk up to old girl in the bar and
0: right.
1: and sit down and start to tell his story, you like, what the, is he really going to tell his story? God damn. And see, we thinking from it, I'm thinking from it like a modern age. Like once you say that shit, that shit could be in the cloud. You know what I'm saying? Like once you say it, it's gone. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. this, this the eighties. So it's just mm-hmm. on this tape. This between me and you and this tape. So <laughs>
0: right. Big ass recorder. Yeah.
1: But he yeah. did give her the justice of 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 telling her the real story. She got the real story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He he gave her the truth before he gave her the truth. And that's you that. know, like and,
1: and I yeah. The, um I'm yeah. gonna just say this. I saw a meme said if uh if I tell you I had to kill you was a person. <laughs> Reed. Yeah,
0: that was Reed for sure. <laughs> I gotta rewatch. Because I didn't catch all of the misdirection. I got to rewatch that part because that's an interesting point. I'm going to check that out. But, um, yeah, I got to catch that out. And for a second, I would have been... Not even for... I saw it coming. Like, I saw that he's going to poison her. I knew Mm -hmm. he had to kill her. I knew he was going to have to kill her. I knew that was going to have to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, When he said... What led me to realize, oh, he going to poison her drink was the foreshadowing when she was on old Black Panther Radio, revolutionary radio, mm-hmm. and uh, she was there with the other, with the Panther, mm-hmm. and she was, uh, she was pouring her drink, and my man that was hosting kind of kept looking like, damn, man, that's what we doing? And then, right. like, she took that big-ass gulp before she kind of went into her, her her spiel about what was going on. You know what I mean? Like, that right. was- She always do You that. know, bes- she no no no. She she's a drunk. She gets she right. gets nice. She's that was from the beginning, from the onset when we first saw. Right. Her, she was pouring a drink. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. She liked the sauce. She get nice, and it was also besides besides the um, the 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 uh, the need to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. That was where she got her courage. You know what I mean. It mm-hmm. wasn't just the fact that the. The truth was her motor. Right, it was right, also right. the truth. But I need to, I got to keep this battery in my back because I know that I'm fighting against some shit that's bigger than me, especially right. now with the CIA. Right. So let me go ahead. I'm, I'm nervous. Let me go ahead and, and dull this fucking these butterflies because I got to get this shit out. You right. know what I mean? Because I put the truth even ahead of myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? But as somebody that drink, right, you would think Irene would say you know, at least keep a keen eye on the drink, right. but then at the same time, as somebody that drink, I guess you just you know shit. You got this round. I will right, well, fuck it. Go ahead, and get the round. You right. just you know what I mean. You was that thirsty, you know. No pun intended. That you didn't even see it coming, you right. know. And but, then uh, he yeah. did it so
1: slick because even in the watch back you don't see where he did that shit. You just yeah, the
0: bartender didn't see it. Nobody, yeah, right. You, you know
1: what I'm saying? Shit. It's like he 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 you know he mastered that shit. I guess.
0: Went to school for it. Oh, he teach you all types of shit at CIA school, right? CIA (laughs) school. (laughs) Oh,
1: oh Alton. Oh, Alton took note of that shit too at the Black Panther radio. He was like, "You all right?" (laughs) like,
0: "Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm good. I'm getting my bag. I'm in my bottle."
1: Yeah, she stayed Um, there taking
0: them big gulps because I'd be like, "God damn, that's how you gonna drink the Jameson." Yeah, Shit Yeah, you going down (laughs) like that? (laughs) Woo. Yeah, with no with no real grimace either. Like mm. she was a pro. Her, her liver was was beat up. <laughs> um, <laughs> it had to be that shit. Like a <laughs> um, what we what are you thinking? What are you thinking? You got anything else? Any bombs? Sure I, I just got a few episode?
1: little tidbits here and there. Go ahead. Go I like ahead, I like ahead, when Jerome had the sniper gear on. You know what I am saying? Mm-hmm. I like that he had his big ass chain outside of his jacket collar. You know what I'm saying? He was he was stylized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was overdressed even to the to the shoot him out. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. right. He, he was true yeah. to character. He was overdressed even going out to kill. You know what I'm saying? So I, I thought that was mm-hmm. I thought that was a, a interesting little tidbit. Uh, and mm-hmm. then uh, also in that interview that uh, Melvin Gregg did, he made a he made an interesting uh-huh. point. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, you know, they were talking about how you know the fans it was him and the girl who plays T and they were and she was talking about how the fans were really coming for her you know what I'm saying how they were very protective of Franklin and she never been on a show where that was the case like you know what I'm saying like where she's been vilified like in real life because of
0: <laughs> right right <laughs> you know right. what I'm
1: saying yeah. and then um and then so so Melvin when he when his part came in he was like uh it was like when it comes to manboy versus franklin I understand this is Franklin's show and the viewers are his fans, but Franklin isn't a good mm-hmm. person. You know what I'm saying? And you like, damn. You know, you mm-hmm. never really think about it like that. You know he did a little fucked up shit here and there, but it was all for the business. And we still ride with him. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But when you look yeah. at it like we are cheering for a nigga who really don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like villain. Yeah, like, yeah. You see what he did to the old people in the books, though. You know what I'm saying? He tried to set right. me and Scully up. He's the real reason why the whole Miller family is dead what the man boy do really <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> but and he he kind of mm. right because Franklin is turning into like you know a, a not so good guy you know what I'm saying he went from <laughs> he started off as a good guy but he's not man. such he's not such a good guy right now and we root for him we root for the CIA and this bitch you know what I'm right. saying he's like, damn near the CIA
0: nah, he is the CIA operative.
1: <laughs> he is a Bill <laughs> He is yeah, an op. Yeah, and the only person that yeah, see that is Jerome. <laughs> Jerome, like, man, I don't right. know if we should be doing yeah. this shit. You got us out here right. working for the CIA, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, word, word. It's uh, funny that you say that. And it it's funny that even as you said it, he was you could tell how much people fuck with Franklin. In fact <laughs> he was like, he's not. That good of a guy. He didn't even <laughs> right. want to a bad guy. He was like, it's still, it was still some restraint. The only person I, and it's funny, and it felt like sobering. The only person, I got to give Chris Lambert some props on this because he texted me one time, and it might have been the episode right after he did that shit to the old people, which was probably the most glaring. Right. Even all the killing and everything, the infiltrating the hood with crack, it was probably the, one of the most glaring parts where you're like, damn, that's kind of foul. But Chris was always like, yo, he's not a good guy. <laughs> and right. I was like, yeah, but you know, we we four seasons deep. Right. I fuck with him. <laughs> yeah, I'm with him. him. You know what I mean? But yeah, he's not a good dude. Nah,
1: but oh, I, I think mm-hmm. they, they do a good job in capturing how it was to be in that era. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. all these guys was selling dope to the hood and, and you could see the whole hood falling down around you, but... These were the, right. the heroes. These were the niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, to this day, it's still, like, talked about. And, you know what I'm saying? And their stories yeah. are being told. So, and, you know, just how the mamas caught up in a catch-22, is like, these mamas ain't want to be in no goddamn game. But when the shit is coming yeah. and the shit becomes an operation and you get folded into the operation, and it's like you just, you there. And it's not, you know what I mean? You can't choose the world over your, your child or your family who you know is now balling. It's like you ne- finally get a mm-hmm. piece of the pie like shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like shit. It ain't making nobody mm-hmm. smoke no crack. That's just how you rationalize the shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm right, saying? Of course, of course. But but yeah. another another yeah. person that we really ride for and you know what I'm saying and you really can't say nothing bad about but you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. is Aunt Louie who called them shots from the mm-hmm. bed. You know what I'm saying? Or how to get Khadijah caught up she's still calling shots from the hospital you know what I'm saying and when you really look at her shit she really don't give a fuck either you know what I'm saying and we root for her because this the family we in the family like shit it's us against everybody else you know what I'm saying we ain't tripping That's our aunt That's yeah. our aunt Like yeah. yeah Okay exactly. Yeah she She yeah. she started the, the wave Of the shit Moving into these areas And dropping napalm On these country towns But man Fuck that You know what I'm saying Yeah she mm-hmm. Administered the lethal Dose of heroin To old, old girl But old girl Deserved that shit you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? right. Look at that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. She she had to go and and get back in a little relationship with her, even though she was already with Jerome. But you know that was for
0: the business. You
1: know what I'm saying?
0: Fuck that. Yeah.
1: She want a club. Gotta do what needs to be done. She got to do right. what she need to do right. to get her club. You know what I'm saying? She need her club. Man, she paid dues. So right. It's just interesting that they were able to capture that in that way and drag us into it in the way that people mm-hmm. really got drug into it in real life
0: yeah oh, yep. yeah and you a family of anti-heroes right i tell you this and that's that's one thing that I that was probably one of the lines that I liked and obviously it's a standard cliche but it felt good in that moment but when um when Louis saw Franklin and Franklin was like yeah you should see the other guy right <laughs> Jerome just sitting there said, who Jerome uh, yeah, oh was, she know that was dope <laughs> Yeah, yeah right, that. right. Yeah, they got, of course, you know everything, B. Uh, that's central intelligence. Yeah. But yeah. I thought that shit was cool, man. That was good. What are you, I know, I know you, and maybe I respect it. I know you like to to experience it as it goes. So mm-hmm. this is the finale. If you have any predictions or speculation that you want to put it out in the world, you well, can do it now. Or if you just want to ride out,
1: I'm going to definitely ride out with it, but I expect to see something different out of Scully right now. <laughs> He has taken all the losses, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect just for him to be back on his sherm or some, or even clear minded, coming up with some way of reckoning of what's going on. Not sure which way he's gonna go, but that's gonna be interesting mm-hmm. to see. Um, mm-hmm. um, you well, We all know that you know from that last scene that Alton is gonna be on the risen, you know what I'm saying, or well, on the move at least. You know what I'm saying? From mm. from the promo, it looked like he's taking an offensive stance. So, you know, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. See what he going to do with a pea shooter. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Because <laughs> um, we've seen how Reed is with that pistol. Right. Reed is a sharp shooter. Yeah. yeah he ain't no fucking... Yeah, that motherfucker's a beast. That nigga went to we see high ahead. school. <laughs> Absolutely. <you> said. <laughs> F- flying colors. Yeah. But but we other got, than got, that, got, the promos uh,
1: don't give you a, a lot of clues other than Alton's on the move and uh, right. you know what I'm saying but they don't give you a whole lot so I can only speculate that Scully will, will play a, a pivotal role in what's about to happen um I, mm-hmm. I I expect Louis to probably come home from the hospital and reunite with Jerome under happy terms under the happy gangster family you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Jerome is Have a f- full out killer right now you know what I mean so right. he in a different right. space um Franklin and and it seems like Franklin and and Reed are gonna have some type of reckoning as they always do at the end of the season. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They got to come mm-hmm. up. They got to come up with a plan for each other. And shit, I don't know. It seemed like if if Avi don't do shit in the finale, it was a waste of a season for him.
0: Mm. What about Oso? Oso like they had a lot of shit going on with Oso and his. His right. sister or his wife or whatever. Like not, that shit. Kind of if that don't result in anything, that kind of might have been a waste too.
1: Now, Also, is so looking dead. for old girl, his girlfriend who disappeared. And
0: right. So right, so right, 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 right. that
1: probably gonna pay she off in the finale. Not well. Nah, she not dead. He's looking for okay. her. He don't know if she dead or not. But something came okay. through on the wire that he saw maybe a couple episodes back. That it was hard to read What it said But something we, You saw her name You know what I'm saying So Got it So that probably Is gonna pay off In the finale And you know Other than that You know what I'm saying I'm just gonna sit back And enjoy it
0: Yeah now I'm gonna enjoy it Yeah <clears throat> It would be cool I would like to see Oso get some resolution. I'm not mad. I like Oso as a character. I even like Reed as a character, even though it gets slow around him. I do, right. I do respect the other side of the the narrative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, it's all an ecosystem. Right. Avi, Avi, Avi's like color. You know what I mean? Like he's in there. He's he's one of them eccentric guys in the game that you kind of you kind of used to seeing in other shit. So, but mm-hmm. I like I like the cat that plays Avi. i to be. I just thought about it as you were saying this and maybe just uh, in general, you know how they say in basketball, this guy's a good player off the ball? Right. You know what I mean? He makes mm-hmm. a lot of shit go there. I feel like Scully's been having a hell of a season off the ball. Like he started, he started with a mm-hmm. bang with the, you know, how, how you think they hung that cat so you could see mm-hmm. how crazy he can get. Mm-hmm. But He's so multi-layered. He's going through quite a few different emotions Mm -hmm. and he never really gives you what you expect. You know what I'm saying? He's like one of these people that's still unpredictable. Like, you figured he would click off when his daughter got killed or whatever, but he seemed like he was a little bit more measured and obviously things need to be done, but he was still kind of trying to think it through. Mm-hmm. He was real keen. His sight, his senses were on when mm-hmm. they went to that little ambush. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even in the end when he told Khadijah, yo, you got to get that hate out your heart. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you just shit that you like, even when he got <laughs> smashed with the, with the um ashtray,
1: which, which was should have you
0: know, been, some, yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. That shit was wow. That, that shit, shit looked was, like it hurt. That was that shit. Yeah, that shit looked crazy. And, and he still, he was, he was tight for a second, but he again, he be, he processed. He's like, he seems like he's real in touch right. with his his he, uh, you know he, the feelings and shit. He's and all definitely that. in touch so, with his, his even even
1: his wild side, he was in touch with his feelings and, yeah. and what was going on and since his sensories is always on, you know?
0: <laughs> right. It's like certain people that are crazy, not to say, you know, but some people that are like, they off, but they so familiar with how they off that they just be on with it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? There's certain people that are like, you know, yeah, nah, he going to be all right. You know, they they wow, but they going to be fine. Mm -hmm. He one of them. So Mm -hmm. there's that. So he's had a hell of a season. Um, I'm curious to see how that'll end. But I can't even believe I'm saying this. After he done did All the dumb shit I'm kind of rooting A little bit for Alton Cause The shit I have you the, the, No I'm dead ass Cause the You know what I mean I wanna a see him guy. get away man. The history Yeah he's a good guy Man he really give a fuck Exactly He's a good guy He really out there Trying to help the people He is right. really the guy And he And he's been he's been like a pain in the ass with all of this fucking morality and good shit and trying to, trying to do the right thing that you've been getting in the way and upsetting people. But then when you think about it, it's like, yeah, let that man go. Cause on the, like on the historical side, we already know the CIA, like they kind of run amok and they, you know what I mean? There's no real super duper consequences for them. Mm -hmm. So it's a part of me that kind of feels like Reed is going to gun that man down and just be another casualty in this you know what I mean in this whole devastation but part of me wants to see Alton at least put a shell in Reed. maybe not kill him but but sting his ass to get away go get that top-notch security <laughs> shit and fly his ass to Havana and and be cool get some Shelling Jay-Z with
1: locks.
0: <laughs> yeah with a Asada because I don't think sissy fucking with him no more but uh Alton realized he went have to get on that plane. It might be a plane for one. Right. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, cuz I don't want to see Franklin have to kill him. That would be whack. well yeah, um, but I don't but, think but see here you go the deal. To
1: do that. the deal is, remember Alton had to kill was it his cousin cuz his cousin was snitching mm. to the to the CIA. You know what I'm saying? That was the story. That's what drove him to alcohol. You know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, did we see that or that's the backstory? That that's he talks the, well, no,
1: nah, we, we actually see it. It's a flashback that we see in one of the episodes. I don't know oh, if it was this okay. season or last season, where Alton was right. telling the Black Panther story, da 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 da. And him and Franklin had a moment. He told him he had to kill his cousin. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And because the cousin oh, was, okay. was a mole for the CIA or whatever. And so
0: Right right And
1: so You know what I'm saying It's kind of like Franklin is in that scenario But in reverse Because he is the CIA <laughs> Yep You know what I'm saying yeah, Ain't that some sure. shit? So it's yeah. It's layered If you like Pay attention to what's Going on in this whole story All of this shit Is coming back around In different ways And everybody is Is moving and transforming Which is Pretty dope How they doing it
0: Yeah Nah it's official It's official man uh that's all I got at this point. You got yeah, anything man, else? That's it, man. Yeah.
1: That's it. I think we've done it. Okay, uh, yeah, we hit a season them. finale next yeah. week, you know what I'm saying? Um Yeah. We'll be here to break that shit down. And um Yeah. I probably have some special notes across the season to add to it, but yeah. All right.
0: All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, if y'all got any comments and any observations, any predictions, Hit us in the comments. Hit us on the social media before you know before shit come on. You know what I mean? Let's let's get that conversation going. We definitely like we definitely like chopping it up with the people about it. You know what I mean? This is a hell of a season. You know I, I expect a great finale. Um shit. On another note, we'll get into this next week. But uh, have you been watching? Or have you started fucking with uh Godfather of Harlem? Yeah, I watched it. You up the You saw the first episode? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, we might we might transition it to Godfather Hall. Yeah, we would, we'll
1: take this. it. there. It, it's it's a little um, yeah. probably need like a, um, you need like a nigga need like a TV sorbet to cleanse the palate. <laughs> yeah,
0: because yeah. it didn't yeah. hit it didn't hit as hard <laughs> it
1: didn't hit as hard after watching Snowfall. You're like ah all right yeah okay yeah
0: yeah, yeah this,
1: tough, this, this what that's what we are doing job. okay all right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah,
1: let's let's yeah. It a, what I'm we, we'll give it a saying we give a couple of episodes and come in we we'll probably check in it's episode 3.
0: Yeah, all right, fair enough. That sounds good. So if y'all want to get involved, y'all jump on that Godfather Hall and Will. We'll get into that. I did forget since the last season that um Rick Ross floated on that damn uh that theme song. He sound good. He sound good on that theme song. He he kind of get busy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not the big... I fuck with Rick Ross, but I don't go crazy on him like mm-hmm. that. But he got busy, and I forgot. I like that theme song. That shit is strong.
1: Yeah. But anyway,
0: man, we damn near two hours all the way in. I'm glad y'all stayed this long, and uh, we always appreciate that shit. You got any parting words you want to say before
1: we... Nah, I mean, I mean, speaking of Godfather, I want to give a shout-out to the man from Money and Violence, and Moise. I don't know how to pronounce all that French shit, but... Uh, more is mm-hmm. my man who played rafe we, we around here we call him say no more cuz that was his favorite line um, shout out to him on the godfather home look like he's um up, upgraded his position you know, i think he's story editor now mm-hmm. so like you know man he's getting busy in the tv thing i think that was his goal is to you know what i'm saying be a showrunner or something like that so um look like he's he's a ach- he's achieving his goals and that's that's good to see when you watch it come from the internet that's dope. To 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 network TV. So shout out to that man, uh, Cloud9 TV on Instagram. Um <clears throat> creator of money and violence. So that's that's it, man. I'm good. That's what's,
0: that's what's up. Shit when we doing Godfather Harlem shout outs. Shout out to my man Jamie Roberts, comedian mm-hmm. Jamie. I think it's comedian Jamie Roberts on, on Instagram. He's a comedian, funny dude, host the show and um uh, well, you know, we get back all the way back into the game, game. But he always oh, host, hosted a long running show, uh, Sunday Night Live at New York Comedy Club at Broadway Comedy Club. Dope host, great comic. He's in motherfucking. He was in. He's in Godfather Harlem. He was part of Method Man's squad. Oh, where? Wow. When they was out there getting them bricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see Jamie <laughs> on the screen. They said, oh shit! Shout out to that man. So, uh, yeah. But until next week, until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. Dig in the conversation. We out.